0: Welcome back to our Middle School Matters podcast. My name is Tim Cavey, and I'm the VCS Middle School Vice Principal.
1: And my name is Mary DeBoer and I'm the VCS Middle School Principal.
0: We are coming to you with the first episode of 2022. And Mary, we had planned to record and publish at the end of December on the very last day, but somehow that just didn't happen. I think we were ready for the holiday.
1: I think we were. I think our our brains were just kind of going into that holiday mode already. And it was like, I'm tired, you're tired. We had a full but really fun day. Uh, At the end of that afternoon was just absolutely fabulous. We had so much fun with the kids. Uh, so yeah, we missed it.
0: We actually didn't plan in our show notes for today to really go into that program, but we should really give a shout out to, I think it was, a m uh, I think it was six amazing student performances at our end of year Christmas assembly. And we commented at the end of it, it was just such a positive vibe in yeah. the gym as we all had a lot of laughs, sang together and celebrated Christmas. What were your thoughts?
1: We absolutely, we had, we had so much fun singing and the, the kids, the energy in the room was so great. And uh, I, I just have to do a shout out to Mrs. Prinsloo who put together some wonderful Minute to Win It games for our students that were entertaining and fun and engaging. It was absolutely
0: great. Such a blast now, our last published episode was recorded on December tenth, Mary, wow. so it's been quite a while coming up dangerously close to a month, That's true. so we've had this holiday break. How are you feeling? How was your holiday time catch us up
1: ah uh, i I had a really good holiday and a good break. It was. It was good to just uh, slow down, uh, spend time with my husband, with my children, my granddaughter in in particular. Um, Probably a highlight for me was getting to have her come over on the morning of uh, Christmas Eve day, so on the 24th. Uh, I spent more time than that with her but uh yeah we we worked on a gingerbread house together that was so much fun so yeah just really great uh, although I have to say that you know when we had that uh, uh, briefing briefing with Dr uh, Bonnie Henry and uh, Minister of Education Jennifer Whiteside the second week uh, my stress levels started to go up a little bit. <laughs> And Tim, how about you? How was your holiday? You you took a trip.
0: I did, and I think of my holiday in two chapters. Chapter one was Winterpeg. <laughs> yes, yes. My my trip to Winnipeg, and, and it was really good to spend time with family. But as you know, traveling and visiting family is a lot of activity and commotion. So chapter two of my my vacation after two flights were canceled and I spent Christmas even in in the city of Calgary, which was not part of the plan. (laughs) uh, Chapter two was the quiet week at home. And as you recall, and our listeners will, our our local listeners will know uh, we got a lot of snow over the holiday. (laughs) So we just hold up at home and it really was that, that week that I needed just to fully recharge and recuperate and, and get lots of uh, sleep and, and and spend that time with family. So chapter one and chapter two, in the right order, I might add, and I feel ready to get back to it.
1: Yes, yes, and I definitely also feel ready to get back to it, especially because we've had the time this week to wrap our heads around what's coming down the pipes and how to actually have our students come back uh safely and be engaged in learning i'm i'm actually quite excited that uh we are able to have in person classes uh in british columbia
0: what were some of the highlights from this quiet week of sort of school
1: yeah well of course the 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 omicron headlines right this is this virus is just so different from what we've seen before it's it's running uh, rapidly and rampantly <laughs> throughout uh, BC and and the world, actually. So yeah, uh, constantly watching the headlines and and reading the news um, can be a little bit overwhelming, but uh, but it's also good to have correct information. So I'm thankful for that. And of course, we had big dumps of snow, and <laughs> we had a we had a snow day this week. And, you know, usually we're, that's what we're looking forward to is, is having a snow day. And I hate to say this, but I kind of feel like it was a wasted snow day (laughs) because normally as, as, you know, teachers, we, as soon as we get a snow day, it's like, yay, we, you know, we can sleep in, we can relax. Um, But we, we actually couldn't, we, we were working.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's what I explained to my family last night is that uh, th- there wasn't too much magic this time around because we had all of these, both of you and I had all of these meetings scheduled. Yeah. I, I know I had at least seven meetings scheduled throughout the day yeah. and so they all happened virtually so it wasn't really too much of a change of pace other than having to do a whole lot of shoveling at my house in, in Surrey to uh, try to get our vehicles going but yeah. that was it.
1: Yeah, and of course, we have lots of small adjustments to our middle school program in light of the uh, Omicron variant. Um, Not drastic, and I have to say, Tim, I have to say, I am so thankful that we are not having to cohort again. That is such a relief.
0: Oh, if you don't know what cohorts were, and I'll speak in the past tense, Um, Yeah, just a whole lot of dividing students and keeping students apart in groups. And it requires a whole lot of nagging kids and extra supervision and stuff that doesn't really do a lot for relationships. And so we are thankful for that. And Mary, we're thankful that British Columbia is going back to in-person learning, unlike other provinces. Uh, one that you is close to your heart.
1: Yeah, yeah Ontario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not fun times there for sure.
0: Yeah, if you're a parent of middle schoolers, I think you'll agree uh, that uh, kids really need to learn and, and grow and develop together in community. Not they don't do that quite so well most of them uh, at home in front of more screens. Mm-hmm. What is coming up on the calendar, Mary?
1: Well. First and foremost, kids are coming back to school on Monday, January 10. So I'm sure parents, you're looking forward to that as well. And we are looking forward to welcoming our students back. We had a few students here uh, this week, not a lot, Um, but we are certainly looking forward to welcoming all of them back. Um One point of note is uh, Monday, January 24th was supposed to be a K through 8 professional development day. But in light of the fact that we, you know, we had these three days this week and, and thinking about families and how that's inconvenienced families. Uh, we really wanted to uh, make it easier for families. So we are actually cancelling the Pro-D Day and we are going to have regular classes on that day. So you do not have to look for childcare or anything else on that day. We look forward to having our students back. And uh, we've also made a change to our parent-teacher-student conferences, which were supposed to be coming up the last Thursday in January, but we've pushed them by a week. So they are now happening on Thursday, February 3rd. So there will be no school for middle school students on that day. But we will be having uh, parent-teacher student conferences and they will all be virtual. None of them will be in person as much as we'd like to give that option. In light of the new uh, restrictions, we cannot do that. And then we do have a Pro-D Day coming up on Friday, February the 18th. So we'll give more details uh, moving forward. So what are some other items that we should cover?
0: Yeah, other news happening in our middle school. We've got off-campus lunch privileges happening for our grade 8 students. And that was something that Mary cautiously we sort of held off on. And we've decided to give them the... the the cautious and guided green light so they can get started on that. And that's been a traditional privilege for our grade eight classes. We've had to suspend a few clubs for January and hopefully it only will be for January, but just so that you know, we've put a pause on French band. These are all clubs, by the way, French club, band club, chess, yearbook, homework, worship, AV Tech Team and Destination Imagination. And we are going to continue Spirit Council and Choir. They can continue to happen with careful monitoring there.
1: And those two are actually happening during the day, whereas the other ones happen after school. And one other one is I know that some teachers are running a math support group uh, before school. Those That's suspended as well.
0: Okay, thank you for adding that to the list. And one note for grade eight parents, please note that I did share three documents with you regarding the MDI survey, which we have tentatively scheduled for Tuesday, February the 8th. There's no action required on your part, but we just want to make sure that you are aware about what is coming your child's way. And there's a whole lot more information included in the three attachments on that post. You'll find it on the VCS app. But basically, we are looking to learn more about the mental, emotional health of our middle schoolers and know that this is not an individual diagnostic in any way. This, no. Is, no. this is intended to create some overall trends that we can learn from. And so thank you for your participation and support on that. But again, no action required on your part.
1: Right. And it, it just actually will give us information to help support our students in a better way. For sure. So thanks, Tim. And uh, I'm really excited because we are going to be doing regular interviews in our podcast with our staff. And uh, coming up next on our show is getting to know one of our amazing grade six teachers, Mrs. Annie Lean.
0: Mrs. Annie Lean, how are you today? How was your week?
1: I've been good.
2: Um, It's been both busy and relaxing at the same time, if, you know, that's even possible. (laughs) Um, I think the highlight of uh, my week has been the welcome back Google Meet that I had with my class. Um, It was really great to see everyone um, in their faces, and I feel like a lot of my students are really craving that human connection, and so it was just great for us to chat and laugh
0: together. Annie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. We're looking forward to getting to know you just a little bit better. Why don't we get started here by talking about where you were born and where you went to school, especially middle school. We'd love, love to hear about that.
2: Okay, well, that's kind of a loaded question um, and you'll find out why. <laughs> so um, I was born in Beijing and, uh, but I never went to school there. So after um, I was born around the age of one, um, I moved to Tel Aviv, Israel with my parents. Um, and at that time, it was only because my parents couldn't afford to immigrate to the US, which was um, the dream of 99% of people in China at that time. Um, so miraculously, my dad had found this, um, international exchange program with Tel Aviv, um, University in Israel. And so that's where we went. We spent three years there. And then, um, we then moved back to China. We, um, were moving between Shanghai and Beijing because my mom was doing, um, business in China. And then we had finally saved up en- um, enough money to move to Los Angeles, um, where I went to school for two years, uh, grades one and two. Um, at which point my parents realized that it was infinitely challenging to obtain a green card. And so that's why we moved to Vancouver, which was not as challenging. <laughs> um, and so um, that's, that's where I grew up. I, I started grade three in the year 2000.
0: Okay. Fascinating journey. I, I would love to do a deep dive on why the citizenship in Canada was easier than the United States, but we've got to keep this uh, rolling, I guess. Thank you.
1: So yeah, Annie, moving along here, um, what is one memory that you have from your middle school years? So
2: so the first memory that pops um, to my head is being, being able to speak for my um, graduating class in our middle school um, graduation ceremony. I guess you could call that the valedictorian. <laughs> um, and and I feel like that was such a huge accomplishment because I had a pretty serious speech impediment growing up. And so being able to um, speak in front of a huge crowd of people at such an important milestone event was, was really um, a confidence booster, I guess. And so I'm very thankful to my grade seven teacher for giving me the chance to do that.
1: Wow, that is amazing. I'm just, I, I would never know today that you had been dealing with a speech impediment and to overcome an obstacle like that, That wow, kudos to you.
0: So Annie, what led you into education and when did you know that you wanted to become a teacher?
2: I think I knew pretty early on, um, even from maybe grade four or five, I, um the reason is just simply because I had such great teachers growing up. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Brown from Castle Rock Elementary for teaching me English in Grade Two, um, and then coming here to Canada, I had an amazing Grade Three teacher, Mrs. Thompson, uh, Mrs. Dean in Grades Four and Five, Miss Shackles in Grade Six, and Mr. Parr in Grade Seven. Um, you know, it's not it's not hard for me to recall any of those names because. I just had a great childhood. Um, I, I loved going to school. I, I really enjoyed it. It's not just because I was a major nerd, but um, yeah, I,
1: I just really enjoyed school. That's awesome. Glad, I, I'm so glad you became a teacher. I think we're so uh, honored and blessed to have you on our staff. And that brings me to my next question. What brought you to VCS?
2: Um, well, I was in the last semester of my teacher's program at U of T when my dad um, just randomly sent me uh, the link to the SCSBC employment page, and I got very excited looking at all the job openings because there weren't a lot in Toronto. <laughs> um, oh, wow. So I I actually applied for an on call job uh, for for like a TOC job at VCS, and then Mary um, emailed me asking if I wanted a permanent position. Um, but a side story to that is that I had accidentally sent in the draft version of my statement of faith. And so <laughs> the document ended in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> and so, uh, Mary emailed me and said, Hey, um, it, it looks like you sent in the wrong version. Can you send me the final version? And so it was Highly embarrassing, but I'm very glad that Mary gave me a second chance.
1: (laughs) Was happy to do that. Was happy to do that.
0: That's funny. Yeah, it seems like when we make those application packages, you're always like double thinking, triple thinking everything. And then things always have a way of slipping through the cracks. Yeah. So Annie, in your uh, years here at the VCS middle school, what is one thing that you've come to appreciate about life? Around a middle school, grade six to eight, in our context.
2: Oh, there's there's so many things. I I can't even like it. There's there's just not enough time to go over all the things I appreciate. Um, I I think we we really make it a priority to connect with each other, you know, between teachers and students, and um, with each other as a middle school staff team as well. And I think it's really important for the kids to see that. Um, You know, it's the norm that we check in with each other, that we have each other's backs. And I think that's such a huge blessing um, that we can feel that level of
1: security in this time of uncertainty. So, yeah, that's great. Uh, So then what is one aspect of teaching or your job that you're really enjoying this year? This year
2: in particular, I really appreciate that I'm only teaching teaching to academic subjects, to um, a larger number of classes, um, just because, you know, I, I can uh, perfect uh, the craft. <laughs> um, but it does make me sad that I'm not seeing my homeroom class as often. Um, but I, I love that I can connect with all of the grade sixes instead of just my own class.
0: Mm-hmm. And on that note, for any concerned parents listening, we do want to make sure you are aware that Mrs. Lean still starts every day with the six L's and and has built some really solid relationships, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. And we, you know, we do aim to try and have our homeroom teachers with uh, their homeroom class at least fifty percent of the time. But but the beauty of it is, and you you mentioned that already, the fact that you can really focus in and dive deep on subjects um, with your students and that you get to do them, uh, you get to work with them regularly that way.
0: So on that note, we've got a couple of learning questions for you, Annie. And the first one is thinking about your professional practice, what is one thing that you would like to improve or something that you're learning more about?
2: Um, I would love to see if it's possible to implement the flipped classroom approach in math um, I'm I'm always open to trying new things, and I think before COVID, I never really had the confidence in middle schoolers <laughs> to be um, uh, to I I guess to have that successfully at work in a classroom. But you know, after seeing how well they can um, adapt. Um, and the different, um, you know, platforms and online tools that they're so used to like Google classroom and seesaw, I think it's, it's really, um, possible for me to try that approach in math. So I'm hoping to try that out in either, um, second or third term.
0: Hopefully we won't need to try it out in the remote learning context, but you you never know what might come.
1: Very, very true. You know, at the beginning of the year, we we created this wonderful bulletin board uh, about the fact that we are all learners. Um, and I love the fact that we did that and uh, we're able to show students that we, we continually learn and we wanna be lifelong learners. So um, because we are, what is one area of learning that you really enjoy outside of school? Oh,
2: um, I enjoy a lot of things. Um, one New Year's resolution I have actually is to be able to run 100 kilometers a month, which doesn't, it, it doesn't sound like a lot for runners. Um, you know, that's just 10 days of um, a 10K run. Um, but but it, it, is, it, it does take work to um, adopt that kind of habit of going on um, a run on a regular basis. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I'd love to take volleyball a bit more seriously. And so I've been looking into adult volleyball clinics in, uh, Vancouver. The wait lists are long, but
0: I, oh. I have hope. <laughs> <laughs> and we should also mention, Mrs. Lee, you are a serious spike ball player yes. as well. Are you, yes. are you planning to keep that going that. for this coming summer?
2: Hopefully. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that more middle school
0: staff
1: pick it up. <laughs> You know, you read my mind, Mr. Cavey. I was
0: going to mention Spikeball as well. (laughs) I am definitely emerging in (laughs) Spikeball. Annie, if you weren't in education, what do you think might be your next choice for a career track?
2: Um, I would be a rich socialite who inherits a large sum of wealth. (laughs) Um, No, I... (laughs) If it were in the... Uh, field of education, I'd love to go into curriculum design. I'd love to be one of those people who write the math textbooks that we use. Um, and and I'm actually really interested in doing some more research on, you know, how other countries um, uh, teach math at the middle school level. Um, if it were outside uh, the realm of education, I'd love to go into UX design, um, which is obviously a career path that didn't really exist when, when I grew up or, or I had never heard of. And so, yeah.
0: Annie, that could be a future PhD. That's what I'm hearing over here. I
1: do too. I hear the same thing. (laughs) And I can then say, I I knew her.
0: That's
1: right. I I started her on that path. (laughs) Yes. It was from a podcast. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's great. Uh, So, Annie, uh, our final question for you is, what is one deep hope or dream that you have for our middle schoolers?
2: I really hope that they develop their own sense of identity, um, not just in Christ, but, um, you know, without the influence of TikTok and YouTube and all these social influencers because i know that these trends and hashtags they can be so overwhelming and um it's just so easy to be engrossed in all of these trends and so i just hope that they can develop um, a sense of self um in the midst of all these temptations in the world and that they can um really know who they
1: are without trying to be like someone else on the internet oh that's that's Uh, That's beautiful. That speaks to my heart too. Definitely something that I
0: think about often for our kids. Annie, we so appreciate you. Thank you for everything you bring to our sixth graders and to our middle school. Thanks for your time today.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I had a lot of fun. Great. Thanks for joining us. Well, that was a wonderful interview with Mrs. Annie Lean. We just are so blessed to have her here on our staff. Uh, Just listening to her talk so passionately about so many different things, it just uh, fills me with warmth. (laughs) And uh, I'm so glad I asked her to resend her statement of faith. (laughs) It was a really good hire. Absolutely. So yes, as we wrap up our podcast, we want to thank you for listening. We so appreciate
0: your support we'd encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a future episode and encourage other parents to do the same.
1: Contact us at any time at vancs.org or vancs.org.
0: We are humbled and grateful for the opportunity to serve your children each day. Have a great week and we'll talk to you again next weekend. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.